0: The following presentation is brought to you by the Realm Network, the Bob Seska Show, presented by BubbleGenius.com. Oh, yes, it is presented by BubbleGenius.com. Hi, hi, Bob here, uh, live and not pre-recorded. This is a brand new thing we're doing. I hope you like it. Uh, I'm here with this week's Bubble Genius Showcase item of the week. We all need to blow off steam in the age of Trump, especially in the ensuing constitutional crisis and that includes your favorite kitty cat right bubble genius has you covered with their political catnip toy in the shape and likeness of trump's pumpkin-sized head let your cat disembowel the clown dictator while he or she gets all hepped up on the catnip inside only 10 bucks right now at bubble genius uh use our promo code bobc for 15 percent off your entire order Only from BubbleGenius.com. Okay, on today's show, Kimberly A. Johnson is here. She's the host of the Start Me Up podcast. Uh, Trump and Kim at Singapore, also known as the North Korea Summit, has been canceled by Trump. Of course, who could have predicted? We're in the beginning stages of a constitutional crisis, and it's terrifying. Can you hear the terror in my voice? And a guy tossed water at Tomi Laren and she didn't melt into the floor. All that and more coming up, and now let the cartoons begin. Broadcasting from Resistance Headquarters. Relentlessly fighting back against the clown dictator and his regime of deplorables. Never give up, never surrender. This is The Bob Zeska Show, presented by BubbleGenius.com. Dark, lot at Tanagra. Our situation is similar to theirs. I understand that. But I need to know more about Darmok and Jalad. You used the words, Temba, his arms wide, when you gave me the knife and the fire. Could that mean give? Temba, his arms wide. Give me more about Darmok. Darmok on the ocean. A metaphor Of being alone, isolated. The beast at Tanagra. The beast? There was a, a creature at Tanagra. Darmok and Jalad, the beast of Tanagra. They arrived separately. They, they struggled together against... A common foe, the beast at Tanagra. Darmok Angelad at Tanagra. Darmok Angelad on the ocean. Memorial Day weekend, Bob
1: Seska. We could not talk or talk forever and still find things to not talk about. The Bob
0: Zaska Show. like the stupid people from our nation's capital God damn it it is thursday may 24 2018 and this is the bob seska show presented by bubblegenius.com i am bob hello how are you how you doing hello bob hi we're brought to you by BubbleGenius.com. It is the best soap in the world. Also brought to you by the Bowen Law Group and Attorney Charles J. Bowen. Uh, check out Bo on the cover of South Magazine's Power Issue, where he's listed as uh, one of the South's greatest lawyers. And, of course, we already knew that. that was already, we all understood that already. You can also find Bo at TheBowenLawGroup.com or just click Bo Bowen's picture on the podcast page at BobSeska.com. All right, just too much shit to talk about today, so let's bring it right in. It's Kimberly A. Johnson. Hello, 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 Morgan. hello, hello. hello. Uh-huh. You should
1: introduce me as Huff Postwriter because that's what all the trolls like to call me. <laughs> Huff <laughs> Postwriter, yes. Like it's that is a big is, insult.
0: That is huge. You got attacked by Donald Trump Jr. today, didn't you?
1: Uh, yeah, also Joe Walsh, Dead Be Dead Joe, <laughs> Joe Walsh, Walsh, and Candace Owens. Well, she's the one who started it because. Uh, I quote tweeted her yesterday and was very snarky. And then she quote tweeted me and called me the Huff Post writer. And, um, because that's the first thing they do yeah. to discredit you. Of course. And, um, and then oh my try, God try going
0: around with salon.com yeah, in sure. your in your bio <laughs>
1: um, but yeah, I mean the last I checked it I had like 5700 comments or something
0: Yeah, so you responded to this woman uh, which Candace is something Owens. about Candace Owens as as saying she, that she, Trump she bas- is a criminal and he uh, no it-
1: she said that the Democrats were watching the uh, implosion of the Democratic Party because yeah. they want to impeach Trump because they don't like him.
0: Okay so and then-
1: so of course I was snarky and I and I said, no, it's not because we it's not about liking him it's because he's though they love this I call him a mobster, <laughs> a compromised mobster who conspired with foreign nations to steal the election. And then, Oh, what really got them was I wrote Hillary won. <laughs> oh, <laughs> oh, and they're, and they're all like taking me completely literally. Oh I mean, she actually God. did win. If you take out Russian interference, yeah. um, obviously course, she didn't yeah. win. She's not the president. And I know that, but, but now they're all calling me deranged and mentally ill and mm-hmm. um, delusional. Yeah. And, you know, it. I have to say, this is the first major attack I've experienced from the right wing. I mean, of course, I've been attacked before, but not not to this degree. I mean, lots of blue checks have been coming after me, and um, really. Look- a
0: lot of them I thought What about the Be best game? Be best be best. No, really Be best They're, they're not, not
1: They're not be besting They're not be best
0: <laughs> How do you uh, Put that into the Proper grammatical terms Is it okay to say They're be, not being they're not best, being best? We'll see No that-
1: that's why I think Since it's be best I think you should say Be besting Be besting be best. They're not be besting <laughs> Um, anyway, great. So especially I, not Don jr. Yeah. I mean, I've had liberals come at me yeah. before when, when, you know, and they can be fucking nasty. But right. anyway, um, so I'm, my feelings are never hurt, uh, yeah. when Republicans come me. So what,
0: me. what did Don jr. Say to you? Did he, he just, all,
1: he didn't say to me, he quote tweeted Candace's quote tweet of mine. Yeah. And then he wrote, um, you know, something like would be big, big if true or something big like if that. True, because and you're what, saying
0: that, uh, that Russia stole the election for Trump, which is true. Yeah. Yeah. yeah,
1: and also I I said foreign nations, so of course people are going. Oh wait a minute! I thought it was just Russia. Now you are expanding it to you know <laughs> other. It's like why don't you watch the fucking news <laughs> uh, aside from Fox? But anyway, yeah. so what, what this whole thing is so incredibly depressing to me. Not because of the name calling. I don't give a shit if they call me whatever name they want to call me. I don't care. Of course they've called me slut. They've called me every name. Mm. The best. It, it, <laughs> it's just so obvious that the Russian. Interference, the Russian plan Mm -hmm. to destroy our democracy is really working. I mean, it's not just the Russians. Fox News, Rush Limbaugh, all these people are part of it. They have um, set up this kind of like, I mean, it's an agenda, obviously, to create division. And Russia wants nothing more for us to doubt and question everything. Right. So, you know, it's just, it's this, it's this um, hate and vitriol. That is is just beyond comprehension. And of course, you know, a lot of these people are saying, oh, show me proof. First of all, I'm not Mueller, Mm. uh, but I've watched the news and I've watched Rachel Maddow. You're
0: not Mueller? (laughs) <laughs> oh, damn! Um, I've been having sex with the wrong person know, all this time in the
1: refrigerator. Damn it! Anyway, um, so God you know, it's like, let's just wait for Mueller. But uh-huh. it doesn't matter if I were to respond with anything. Yeah. No matter what I would offer them, uh, they will just say whatever they want. So it's like not even fucking worth it. But it's just <laughs> it's it's so depressing to me that yeah. this country is so.
0: Fucked up. Well, it's no wonder that they didn't hear what James Clapper had to say the other night because that was what was that Tuesday night. It seems like well uh, Trump
1: did, and then he automatically assumed it meant that they, you know, that, that Clapper admitted to right, spying which, on which them. Is a
0: gigantic lie. But I mean, in, in case you haven't heard, I mean, James, Cla- that news from Tuesday night that was
1: fucking amazing. Was amazing. I mean, stop saying fuck. Th-
0: that is, yeah, you really should. Uh, you
1: should <laughs> fucking stop. You, be best. Be best. Um,
0: that is one of those historic moments that we're living through. That we had the opportunity to witness in all of this. And I don't know if it's all going to turn out well. I'm, I'm feeling very pessimistic these days. Yeah,
1: I'm feeling pessimistic. Too. Yeah,
0: usually as the week rolls by, I'm, I'm feeling really good when I, I get on the air with the buzz and we start doing the uh, the Tuesday show that by Thursday, I'm feeling completely catastrophic. And then by Friday, it's just I'm silly. I'm just punchy from, from all <laughs> of the horrible news. So that's how everything tends to work out. But I mean, James Clapper saying that Trump would not be president were it not for Russia interfering which is something that uh, quite honestly I've been saying this on this show since uh, November 9th 2016 since mm-hmm. the day after the election maybe even maybe even the night of the election I may have turned to you and said you know what this looks clearly like something's going on with no, the yeah, Russians I, and- I mean
1: aside from feeling like we had knives, you know stuck in our <laughs> fucking heart that night. Yeah, that's true um, That night was so awful. Yeah, it was and and just I remember you did you did say something like well, yeah things off here But looking this at uh,
0: Pennsylvania, Wisconsin yeah. and Michigan I said this is such an aberration. This is something that comes out of nowhere that that no one could have ever guessed that Trump would actually win those states. George W. Bush didn't win those states in 2004 when he was riding high, at record uh, approval numbers, and so on in the race against John Kerry in his re-election campaign. That just didn't happen, and suddenly Trump wins that. Oh, of course, of course, it's right. But you know what? The mistake that was being made by the press and by a lot of politicians, obviously, including the White House, was that uh, they thought there had to be some sort of vote manipulation, like the Russians were hacking into the vote totals and changing the totals that were tallied on election night. And that doesn't have to be the case. And I kept saying over and over again, they don't need to change the vote totals because they changed opinions Mm -hmm. using their propaganda and their DISA and their their agitprop all over Facebook and all over Twitter. And then, of course, uh, what we also heard from James Clapper is that the uh, traditional press mimicked a lot of the Mm -hmm. Russian propaganda because they're simply reporting on it and then therefore magnifying all Mm -hmm. of that. And so that's what switched uh, Wisconsin and switched uh, Michigan and also Pennsylvania. And then you could also make an argument for Ohio and Florida in there too, not to mention North Carolina. So there were a lot of states that went to Trump that should have never have gone to Trump were it not for Mm -hmm. the Russian attack. So that was just, and I want to make sure because we're now, I don't know what, 36 hours after that uh, Rachel Maddow segment on Tuesday night. But I I just want to make sure that we don't lose that down the memory hole. I mean, Rachel even said it last night on her show. That it's not getting a lot of traction, and it's only because of the fire hose of news. Because as soon as we focus on one thing that could be a monumental news story, something else comes along and blows it yeah, all like someone, out of the water.
1: So, like, like someone throws water on Tommy Laren.
0: Yeah, someone throws water on Tommy Laren. Or
1: is it, I keep saying, I keep want to say
0: Tommy. Yeah, is it Tommy? A, I, don't I don't know. I think I it's I say Tommy. Tommy, Tommy. Well, Tommy, I know but,
1: Molly Jong Fast calls her Tammy. <laughs> yeah, well,
0: here's a we, we have actual audio of this incident. In case you don't know, someone, uh, someone tossed water at, at Tommy Laren at a, what, it was at a bar or a mm-hmm. club or something like that. Here's, uh, here's what it sounded like when she got hit with the water. Uh, oh, it burns! <laughs> well, it I mean, burns! It's,
1: it's, oh. it's
0: not, not really liking that too much, did she? Oh, by the way, I just want to credit where credit is due. That's Carlos Ellis Rocky's joke. Thank you very much.
1: Uh, and I just want to say that I don't think it's, it's good for anybody to be throwing water. You know what, some lady on Twitter uh, was fucking rude to me. She was. She was a follower. She she's <laughs> follows me. And By the she's way, like t- t- a Democrat. T- t- today's show not safe for work. I know. As opposed totally. to our other shows, you have Kimberly on and just like embarrass everybody. Anyway, so Potty she, mouth. She, she is a uh, a Democrat, but she scolded me because I. Tweeted out that I didn't think we should be throwing drinks at people or being physical.
0: Yeah, I don't think and, we should either. Um,
1: you know, and so, of course, a few people came on and go, Well, when you put hate out there, it's like, you know, I get it. I understand that uh, there are people like Tommy Lair and, and, and Sean Hannity and all the rest of them that are basically doing Russia's work and, and, uh, Undermining our democracy, mm-hmm. but we're not going to solve this yeah. by throwing water at them no. because it's only going to escalate. Yeah. Their sides—I mean, sides, I mean their their sides already doing—you know—I'm trying to stop myself from profan- <laughs> being profane.
0: Um, their side
1: is—you know—we've seen that lawyer. I mean, he wasn't physical, yeah. but we have seen uh, well, yeah, Republicans I mean, being physical and w- Democrats and and liberals. We can't start getting physical back yeah, or, 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 you know, it, starting it, we can esca- start it.
0: It escalates so easily. Yeah. And, uh, you know, of course, just generally speaking, this is something that bothers me intensely. Like when, when, so that guy threw a couple of shoes at George W. Bush right. back in what was it? 2008. I think it happened. Uh, that was of course very, uh, disturbing to me because I, 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 simply don't think that that's the way to make an adequate point. Certainly also, uh, when it's someone attacking, a public figure, it's kind of scary and ugly. I don't get a lot of joy out of no, that. I, I get no joy, yeah, no, absolutely not. And of course, uh, neither does Tommy Laren when she gets hit by water, uh, ah, ah, she <laughs> just doesn't, doesn't like it. Ah, it she hates that. Ah. Don't, don't throw water at her at all. Okay, so we're missing the big news of the day, of course, which is that this North Korea summit, Biff and Kim at Singapore. <laughs> Like the Darmok episode of Star Trek: (laughs) The Next Generation, Um, this whole thing has been canceled, and what a shocker! What a shocker! That I'm
1: really bummed because he's not going to get the Nobel Peace
0: Prize. Yeah, yeah, we actually we also have audio of the North Korea summit being canceled by uh, by Trump today. We'll take take a listen to this. This time
1: I'm gonna kick that football (laughs) clear to the moon.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Donald Trump, everybody. President of the United States, getting the football pulled out from under him, uh, as predicted. I mean, we all said it, and it's not not like we, you know what, I want to be perfectly clear about this. It's not that we all gleefully said that this thing won't work or wished that it wouldn't work. Of course, we were hoping that there would be some sort of development that would lead us closer to denuclearizing uh, north korea and and easing the tensions uh, that could lead to a nuclear confrontation mm-hmm. of course we all hope that would happen but of course we knew that donald trump was way too unserious wrong. way too incompetent wrong. way too stupid to actually see it through wrong and what he's doing right now well, i guess i'm gonna jump ahead of us but i, I want to uh first read this uh this letter i love this letter that Donald Trump wrote to uh, to Kim Jong Un. He wrote a letter to Kim Jong Un. He said here and of course, it's written like a he like said, an eighth I grader have
1: big hands.
0: I have big I have the greatest hands in the world massive and powerful. He said, <laughs> of course, it's here's the uh, the header May 24 2018. His Excellency Kim Jong Un, Chairman of the State Affairs Commission of the Democratic People's Republic of Korea Pyongyang. Dear Mr. Chairman, We greatly appreciate your time, patience, and effort. Wait, I need some music for this. Ah, there we go. Dear Mr. Chairman, we greatly appreciate your time, patience, and effort with respect to our recent negotiations and discussions relative to a summit long sought by both parties, which was scheduled to take place on June 12 in Singapore. We were informed that the meeting was requested by North Korea. See, now here's where he's going to blame Kim Jong-un, right? But that to us is totally irrelevant. I was Yeah, but of course, it's completely irrelevant to Donald Trump, because he wants to spin this now to make himself look better. I was very much looking forward to being there with you. Sadly, based on the tremendous anger and open hostility displayed in your most recent statement, I feel it is inappropriate at this time to have this long planned meeting. Therefore, please let this letter serve to represent that the Singapore summit for good of both parties, but to the detriment of the world will not take place. You talk about your nuclear capabilities, but ours are so massive and powerful that I pray to God they will never have to be used. This is a guy with a teeny tiny mushroom dick. There is no doubt. (laughs) I felt a wonderful dial. By the way, that wasn't in the letter. That was just me adding. (laughs) Uh, Wouldn't that be weird if it was, though? Uh, I felt a wonderful dialogue was building up between you and me, and ultimately it is only that dialogue that matters. Someday I look very much forward to meeting you.
1: I look very much forward.
0: I look very much forward. In the meantime, I want to thank you for the release of The Hostages are now home with their family. So this is also a thank you letter. Mm-hmm. Isn't that courteous? You know, people don't write thank you letters anymore. And I'm glad I to know. see Donald Trump, you know, writing
1: Thank you, dictator. Thank
0: you, dictator, for you know you know what Donald Trump's doing? Be best. That's what he's doing. <laughs> that's the that's the thank you portion. It's an acknowledgement to Melanie, his wife Melanie. Be best. I mean Melania. That was a beautiful gesture and was very much appreciated, he said. I'm not making that up. That's actually in the letter sitting here in front of me. Mm-hmm. If you change your mind, having to do with this most important summit, please do not hesitate to call me or write. That's like you know what? That's like every letter I've written to like a studio that turned down a pitch. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like when I was pitching cartoons, it's like, yeah, what about this cartoon? What do you think? And it's like, oh, uh, oh, they reject it. And I say, oh, well, please don't hesitate to call me or write if you change your mind. Right. The world and North Korea in particular has lost a great opportunity for lasting peace and great prosperity and wealth. This missed opportunity is truly a sad moment in history. It's so sad, 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 isn't it? So you know what this is? Have you ever negotiated to buy a used car or a new car for that matter? It doesn't matter. Mm -hmm. This is Donald Trump pulling the old (laughs) walk away technique.
1: Right, 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 right.
0: This is how low-level Trump's negotiating skills are. Everyone makes him out to be this guru of the deal. The art of the deal is the name of his book. And he's like, he's some master of creating. I make the best, the very best deals, the most tremendous deals. They're the greatest deals, most massive and powerful deals you've ever seen. And, and you know what? This is nothing more than like a teenager trying to buy a used Hyundai at like some shitty used car lot. This is Donald Trump saying, all right, well, we can't do a deal, so I'm going to walk away. Here's me walking away. Bye. I'm leaving. I'm going
1: away now. No you. Summit. You can call, though. Yeah. <laughs> here's- you can write or call. Oh, oh, by the way, here's my card. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> uh, you know, I've tried that te-
0: technique on several occasions while buying a car, and it never fucking works for me. <laughs> I mean, just never, never. And this is Donald well, we Trump. We are talking feeling-
1: about Trump here. And you know what? I'm, Of course, I would like to have had you know some wonderful thing happen. But yeah. frankly, I was hoping that this meeting would never go down because I don't want him getting credit for a goddamn thing well
0: i'm okay with him getting some credit for this if it prevented you know nuclear Well, know, well
1: exactly i mean i'll take i'll take credit you know trump getting credit over a nuclear war any day mm-hmm. but i just i just was fearful that this would have um, given him certain credibility and made this yeah. you know this this president this illegitimate presidency seem more legitimate mm-hmm. and i just you know i mean it's not to say that i don't want to not I mean of course when when he was and I say in air quotes elected um, that night, the yeah. first thing you know, the first thing I started talking about was North Korea. Yeah, right. And so um, and basically it's your, my your thoughts, least favorite
0: topic yeah, because of the stakes, right? Well
1: and, and it's just because I know how ridiculous um Kim is and mm-hmm. I knew that Trump <laughs> was going to You mean to, Kim
0: Jong un is ridiculous? What are you <laughs> saying? What do you but, saying? But I mean Kim I knew Johnson? Trump be
1: best would taunt him. Yeah. And that's what really worried me mm-hmm. and so um you know i mean i th- this has been something that's been bothering me and scaring me for quite some time yeah um but with with a leader that is capable you know i mean i think that there's a little bit of feeling like okay well they've got this and 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 north korea isn't just going to randomly bomb us because they know we would bomb them into oblivion yeah if they try to do that sure. but with trump it's a different story because mm-hmm. he's just a loose cannon yeah and um you know so i i, I think that uh as much as I would love to have like some kind of peace thing happen with them, I didn't ever think it really would. And I don't want Trump getting fucking credit for it.
0: Well, that yeah, but that and that's just it. I mean, I don't think anyone who has a reasonable brain in their head would going, oh, yeah, this is totally going to happen. I don't know. I mean, I, I knew all along and I think many, many, many of us knew that Trump was not competent enough to pull this off, that this none of this looked like it was on the level. None of this looked like it was legitimate. It all happened in a spastic, awkward way. We remember that night. I think it was June, or they were not June, but March eighth, that the South Korean delegation shows up uh, outside the West Wing, announcing to reporters that there's going to be a summit, and and we heard all the stories going on about how uh, they presented this idea to Donald Trump, and he just knee jerked into it. He's like, "Yes, yeah. totally, totally going to do that. Let's set it up. Let's get it going." And, and not realizing that negotiations like this and talks like this require months, if not years worth of preparation. I mean, it took four years for the Obama team and John Kerry to put together the Iran deal. And then we find out that Donald Trump was willing to accept anything as part of this North Korea deal and that he was more concerned about the pageantry of the meeting then he would be about actual deal points yeah, going exactly. on. So once again, illustrating his mastery of the art of the deal, right? Um, so meanwhile, I mean, for a guy who is being lauded as being a potential Nobel Peace Prize uh, nominee, if not winner, he didn't even spell Kim Jong-un's name correctly in a tweet today. <laughs> he tweeted out his letter and he wrote Kim Jong-un, but he spelled it Kim-J-U-N-G, Kim jung kim jong right did
1: you see that that was that supposedly the uh uh typos are on purpose
0: yeah i saw that but i i can't imagine they would intentionally make a an intentional typo like that it just seems like Jesus Christ, okay, fine, do it on some low-level announcement of something right, or another,
1: right. like when they said pe- <laughs> lasting peach instead of lasting peace. I don't even know that. But even if it's true, what they were doing, what they're saying is the president's so stupid yeah. that we have to uh, match the, his stupidity on Twitter or people won't believe it's actually him tweeting.
0: Yeah, and then on the other hand, it was just one of these. It was a. I meant to do that. Right? They're just coming up with an excuse right. for why there are so many guns in Either way,
1: typers. that is just embarrassing and horrifying. Yeah. No matter what the truth is.
0: It is terrifying. And you know what else? Uh, South Korea is just completely bewildered. <laughs> I mean, that's, that's the other thing about all of this. South Korea was blindsided. This is according to a uh, raw story. Uh, South Korea is blindsided by President Donald Trump's decision to cancel an upcoming summit with North Korea. Uh, the us ally was, ally was so taken aback by the president's letter to north korean uh, leader kim jong un that south korean officials are reading and rereading the letter in an attempt to understand it see i mean this is something that donald trump understand donald trump doesn't understand of uh, cultural differences between nations and between leaders where you can't just blurt shit, you have to be very careful about the language that you use. I mean, a letter like this that Donald Trump wrote today should have been run through uh, the State Department and run through the Joint Chiefs of Staff and run through the National Security Council. And they should have all had input. Okay, well, you don't want to say that because that's going to be culturally misunderstood, or this is going to leave that door open that you don't want to leave open, et cetera, et cetera. But none of that happens. This is just Donald Trump taking a big shit right on the white house lawn and going, well, let someone else figure it out from here. Where's, where's the pooper scoopers bring them in. Um, so of course South Korea is going to be bewildered. This, uh, tweet from, let's see, Anna Fifield from, uh, let's see, I don't know if she's from the associated press, but, uh, she writes here, South Korea's presidential blue house, Seems blindsided by Trump's cancellation of the summit. "Quote: We are attempting to make sense of what precisely President Trump means," says spokesman Kim Yu Kyom. So this is, of course, totally typical. Oh, by the way, that's the Tokyo bureau chief for the Washington Post, not from the AP. So uh, this is not surprising in the slightest. Trump fucked it up. Trump screwed the pooch, as uh, as Tom Wolf wrote in the in the right stuff. This is a this is a bad. Bad, bad, bad situation. I know it sound like Trump when I say this. It's just so bad. This is all very bad. But, of course, everything is bad yeah. right now. I mean, we have, to, we have to attach ourselves to things like Tommy Lahren getting a water thrown on her because there's just, no, there's just no good news. There's just nothing good happening. I mean, the Dow Jones Industrial Average dropped 250 points after this uh, announcement was made. The S&P fell uh, uh, 0.9%. Uh, continue to drop in oil prices and bond yields, drag down energy and financial stocks, respectively. Uh, gas prices are going up. All uh, all potentially good for the midterms, mind you, but bad for the economy, bad for, for those of us who have to uh, uh, pay to commute, pay to drive our kids to school, pay to drive to work, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. None of this is working out well. But the good news is they're still selling the coins. God. Damn it. They're still going to sell oh the God. North Korea summit coins at the white house gift shop. Uh, they, they placed a, an announcement on the website for the white house gift shop that says whether or not the summit occurs as scheduled, because the theme is coming closer to peace and cel- uh, celebrates the act of communication among countries. If summit does not occur, you can request a refund, but most supporters ha- have said they want this heirloom of political history, regardless of the outcomes. Oh, my God. They're totally not a,
1: Unbelievable. Totally
0: not a cult, is it? <laughs> Jesus Christ. So that doesn't even bring us to what I think is legitimately the, the biggest story of, of the year so far, I think, which is Donald Trump precipitating, bringing us one step closer, probably in it now, uh, which is a, another, which is a constitutional crisis. I don't know if it's another constitutional crisis or just a continuation of the ongoing Trump crisis. But here we are with this uh, series of uh, a pair of DOJ briefings at uh, the Justice Department about the FBI informant today. The good news is. And this has, of course, been very, very fluid. We, you know, the the negotiations have been going back and forth. We, we didn't know for some time, and originally we thought that the meeting was just going to be Nunez and and Trey Gowdy being briefed by FBI and DOJ officials, which would have been an outrage because no Dem- obviously no Democrats were invited to yeah. attend. Well,
1: actually, I heard there were two meetings. Oh
0: yeah, yeah, that's and that's what I was getting to. Oh, that okay. they that they actually ended up doing two meetings. The first one with Devin Nunez and Trey Gowdy for some reason, right? Uh, no, totally not a waste of time for DOJ and the FBI who have crimes to prosecute. But anyway, yeah. You know, nevertheless, uh, so the first one with those two guys, uh, Devin Nunez, obviously with a political agenda and all of this mm-hmm. as a uh, as a spy for Trump. It turns out that Adam Schiff. And Nancy Pelosi negotiated and figured out a way to get Adam Schiff into that meeting. So the first of the two meetings with Devin Nunes and Trey Gowdy, that first one, that now includes Adam Schiff. (laughs) So I think we've got pretty firm confirmation on that. And by the time you hear this podcast, there will be fairly solid confirmation, I believe. So that was the first meeting. And I'm so glad that Adam Schiff is in this meeting, because now we're going to know the content of the meeting. I mean, we're going to have a sense, at least if there's something outrageous that occurs, at least Adam Schiff will have been there to uh, ease the punch a little bit. Uh, And then the second meeting includes the gang of eight. So the DOJ and FBI Briefing the Gang of Eight. In case you don't know, the Gang of Eight is the Senate leadership, House leadership from both parties, and then also the leadership of both intelligence committees, the Senate Intelligence Committee and the House Intelligence Committee. So Devin Nunes gets to be in both meetings. Adam Schiff gets to be in both meetings, of course, on the Republican side, the Senate side. I mean, yeah, in the Senate uh, Intelligence Committee, that'd be Mark Warner and Richard Burr. In the meeting, mm-hmm. and then of course Pelosi, Schumer, uh, Paul Ryan, and Mitch McConnell. I assume those are the other four attendees yeah. of the meeting, because all because the meeting's actually happening right now. Mm-hmm. I assume the Gang of Eight meeting is happening as we, God, can you imagine as we record. What this.
1: is going on there?
0: Yeah, I mean, I'm really hoping to see. Remember that meeting? Uh, there was, I think, James Comey briefed members of Congress back uh, early last year, and remember uh, Maxine Waters came out yes. of there looking like she had she was, pissed. she was breathing fire yeah. when she walked out of there. And I'm looking forward to seeing the B-roll of the entrances right. and exits from these And meetings. comments. Yeah, comments. Because obviously
1: they're not going to be able to say anything because it's classified, but it's just like, you know, if, if looks could kill kind of thing, it's like you can see it in their faces.
0: Yeah, yeah. So that's...
1: And what, you know, I just think that Waters knows.
0: Yeah, of there's, course. There's proof. Yeah, and of course. It, yeah, what she probably saw at the beginning of last year was a lot of the stuff that we've been seeing reported in the news yeah. over the subsequent year now. And so that's all... Uh, that's all pretty good news. So but I mean, really, this is so incredibly outrageous what Donald Trump is doing uh, by perpetuating this. And I I don't want to say this neologism too often, because I don't want to reinforce it, but he's calling it spygate now. And if you're a, a traditional press reporter or a headline writer or a copy editor, Please stop using Trump's word for this. There is no gate here. There is no scandal. This is a cockamamie fucking conspiracy theory that Donald Trump concocted while eating cheeseburgers and masturbating to Sean Hannity. That's all this is or or Fox and Friends for that matter, because he masturbates to both shows. Yeah, this is and and that'd be a toffee poll. I just want to make sure that's perfectly clear. Um, but that's what this is. This is a conspiracy theory. This is like Donald Trump saying 3 million quote unquote illegals voted in the election for Hillary Clinton and that he, he would have won California (laughs) if it weren't for those illegal, allegedly illegal voters. This is uh, Barack Obama's birth
1: certificate.
0: In fact, this isn't even as legitimate as that because I mean, at least Barack Obama had some heritage. Uh, some family lineage to Kenya. This doesn't even fall into the same realm of possibility. Donald Trump is saying that there is a spy implanted in his campaign by the FBI in order to help Crooked H, right? This is so damaging because what this does is this erodes not only the independence of the Department of Justice, but then gives the office of the presidency a reason moving forward to now continuously interfere with and demand more of the Department of Justice, which ought to be independent. You know, there was a uh, there was a series of discussions that happened after Watergate to make the Department of Justice its own entity to separate it from the executive branch to make it not part of any single branch of government to make it uh, to I guess, at the very least to remove it out from under the purview of the uh, of the White House. And, uh, obviously that didn't occur, but it should have occurred. And I think that's something that we maybe need to look at as a, as a possible post Trump reform. And I've been making a list of things that need to be reformed based on Donald Trump's behavior and, 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 awfulness. So maybe that'll be, uh, something we, uh, we look at down the road. I mean, we can only, we can only dare to dream on these things. Hopefully we'll make it to a point where we're, you know, down the road, mm-hmm. uh, nevertheless. So that's where we are with with that and and i have a few more things to say about this constitutional crisis it's just not
1: you have more opinions. yeah i have more more <laughs> things
0: more things to say about uh about a constitutional crisis which i mean it's it's terrifying yeah, i'll just it's, be perfectly honest is. with you it's it's absolutely terrifying because we're a new territory usually covering politics you can kind of reference back to the past and and uh, and make uh, observations based on established precedent, how presidents, how members of Congress, how uh, members of the Department of Justice behave in situations like this. We're beyond that now. We're in phantom territory. We're in a, a very scary outside the margins.
1: yeah, and it's it's, it's definitely you can hear it in in people's voices on on like cable news. Well, it,
0: no better time than right now, then, to support this podcast is to support independent media through our Patreon page. In case you don't know, we have a Patreon page where you can subscribe at various levels of support for this show. It helps us keep uh, keep the show going. And if we uh, raise enough money on Patreon, we can add a Wednesday show, we can add more guests, do more cool things for you as far as doing the free show and doing more premium bonus content features on our Patreon page. So here's what you do. If you if you, if you you love this show, if you want to see this show continue, go right now to our uh, Patreon page by uh, uh, going to bobsesco.com and just beneath the logo, you'll see the all caps Patreon link you Click that link and it takes you to our Patreon page It's just that easy BobSuska.com to Patreon That's how you jump jump from one to the other And then once you're at our Patreon page You can not only listen to the free show for free But then you can also subscribe to uh, The Postmortem Show Which is what we record after we're done recording this show It's like a mini after party We talk for another 15-20 minutes About whatever else we didn't get to during the free show uh, You get that for $5 a month uh, And that's two of those every month Or two of those every week I should say this would be like eight eight postmortem shows a month then for the $10 level you get the postmortem shows plus you get the Friday after party that Kimberly and I host every Friday it's a lot of fun a lot of fun topics uh, you know our, our top 10 favorite this and that we talk about politics of course lots of pop culture and personal stories and then for $15 a month you can get the after party the postmortem shows plus a commercial free version. Of this show. Really super convenient. Plus, we tack on the post boredom show at the end of that version, so you can listen to everything that we record on Tuesdays and Thursdays in one continuous chunk. All right, that's it. That's our Patreon page. Go and support the show. We want to add a Wednesday show. We're stagnated a little bit on our total, so please get going, get moving, go and subscribe right now. And uh, of course, we thank you in advance. Memorial Day Weekend Obseska Show.
1: Bob Seska Show, presented by BubbleGenius.com
0: Okay, welcome back. It's our Thursday show. Thank you so much for joining us. It is uh, Trump Crisis Day 490, 165 days until the 2018 midterms, and Kimberly A. Johnson is here. Uh, Memorial Day weekend coming up, right?
1: Yes. Kimberly Johnson of arc stories arc stories <laughs> what's the what's the website Don't for your to, books you know what uh my mom handles i think it's
0: arcstories.net arcstories.net so go to that website and buy all of kimberly's books there's the virgin diaries there's, there's american Ann's woman there's uh, and there of course ann warner's books as well uh crazy is uh, is one if you like thrillers if you like insane thrillers also uh the people next door with a uh with a cover designed by me i designed yes. the cover for that one uh, he
1: also, he also. Well, we, you designed uh, my book too. Peyton's right? Choice, yeah. the cover for Peyton's Choice. Choice yeah, yeah,
0: I did that one too. That was a, that was a fun one. It was a simple one, and that, that's why it was fun. Right. It wasn't overly complicated. <laughs> okay. Also, make sure to go shopping through our Amazon link, and you can buy Kimberly uh, Johnson's books at our at Amazon, not at our Amazon, but at just, just at Amazon.com. But you go there through our Amazon link at BobSeska.com, right next to the Patreon link. There's the Amazon link. Click that link. It takes you right to the front page of Amazon. You go shopping as normal, and we get a teeny tiny commission from some of the things you buy. So go do that, and we thank you in advance. Okay, so uh, we are in, I believe we're in the early stages of constitutional crisis. We have pushed the bounds, or I should say Donald Trump has pushed the bounds of presidential authority. He is abusing power. He is abusing the Department of Justice. He is abusing the FBI. This is, to me, this is a huge example of obstruction of justice. This is Donald Trump saying that you know what we need to investigate the people who are investigating me and he tries to couch this in saying that you know I am acting as the pro- I'm not acting as Donald Trump who's under investigation as the subject of the investigation I'm acting as the president of the United States so the office of the president is doing this not Donald Trump and when it comes to Donald Trump that's an awfully narrow gray area to be dealing in yeah. Because, of course, of course, it's still Donald Trump <laughs> making these decisions. It's not that it's not some other guy just because he's sitting in the Oval Office. This is Donald Trump doing whatever Donald Trump has to do to save his own ass. And he's capable of doing anything. Uh, yeah. I mean, what we're seeing is, is in each time, each time this something like this happens it gets worse and worse, it gets bigger and bigger, it becomes more and more of a crisis, it's not getting smaller, he's not doing lesser things. As we move closer and closer to further indictments, uh, the report on obstruction of justice from Mueller's office, and so on, the, the closer this gets to Donald Trump, the crazier he's going to be, the more insane decisions he is going to make in order to protect himself. And he will do anything to protect himself. I think the next stage is firing Rosenstein or firing Mueller or firing both or some other form of end around using Devin Nunes, some other scheme to get those guys out. And if that doesn't work, Donald Trump's going to start arresting people. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, this is what we've seen. We're seeing it in Venezuela right now. Maduro is arresting all of the people who opposed him in the election down there. And of course, we saw that in Turkey. Uh, President Erdogan of Turkey uh, insisted that there was a coup in uh, the summer of 2016. So what did he do? He started rounding up all the people who were involved in the coup somehow, including um, trying to uh, get an American citizen living in the Poconos, a, a former cleric from Turkey, and which Mike Flynn actually was trying to help out erdogan in order to get that guy by abducting him that was one of the many things you know we forget about mike flynn and all of this and by the way mike flynn's stupid idiot son the other day i think we may have talked about this on the tuesday show but i forget (laughs) uh retweeting that ridiculous jack Posobiec hashtag uh impeach hashtag impeach obama they just they don't know they don't understand. That is the dumbest goddamn thing. Anyway, so uh, where was so we we're talking about how this is going to get worse and worse and worse. And of course it is. And you know, I'm supposed to condemn these Republicans for not doing enough to stand up to Donald Trump. But I I, I can't help it. I need to say, uh, you know, uh, a few kind words to Jeff Flake for At least saying what needed to be said. And I know he's retiring and I know he's guilty and I know he's voted with Donald Trump's agenda for the most part uh, throughout the past uh, year and a half. But still, anyone who goes on record, you didn't see Democrats making speeches like this during the Obama years or even during the Clinton years. This is unique. Certainly not during. We didn't see Republicans doing speeches like this during the George W. Bush years. Of course, they would have been tarred and feathered after 9-11 for saying something like this. But Jeff Flake totally nailed Trump during his Harvard commencement uh, yesterday. He said, uh, our presidency has been debased by a figure who has a seemingly bottomless appetite for destruction on a Guns N' Roses weekend and only a passing familiarity with how the Constitution works. He said, in our Article I branch of government, the Congress is utterly supine in the face of the moral vandalism The moral vandalism that flows from the White House daily. You know, I used to use a term when uh, Obama was elected for to describe the Republicans, which was uh, intellectual violence (laughs) like they are doing. The the Republicans during the uh, during the Obama years were engaging in intellectual violence against Obama, just I mean, if you have uh, imagine just violence against intellectualism that's what they yeah. engage in and that's what they continue to engage in I mean we remember and we remind you about the progression of all of this right which is uh, this goes from uh, George W. Bush to the Tea Party to or to Sarah Palin then Tea Party and then Donald Trump. This is an advancement of where we're going and I don't necessarily see it rolling back. I mean, maybe they'll get some dignified people like because uh, you had Mitt Romney in there in 2012, who was still a bastard, but at least he was a somewhat dignified bastard, uh, except for talking about how all the trees are the same size in Michigan, which I still don't understand that one, um, <laughs> or the uh, binders full, full of women. <laughs> uh, but nevertheless, I mean, he wasn't he wasn't destructive. He no. wasn't a, he, he wasn't a disruption candidate. No. Donald Trump is disruption. Sarah Palin disruption. I keep
1: hearing, um, you know, as you have, everybody's freaking out like, oh well, if he goes, well, Pence and he's worse. Pence is not worse. Yeah, Pence could probably uh, do a lot more legislatively speaking, or at least he could have if he would have won in 2016. I don't know how successful he could be. uh, You know, if let's just say Trump is ousted next year, yeah, Um, he'll you know Pence would be in there until uh, the 2020 election. I don't know how effective he would be, and and even if he weren't, like I think that he's also guilty, and and we're gonna we're gonna see Mueller un- uncover crimes. Yeah, I um, hope so. But but regardless of that, if it's just regular old pants, I'd still rather have him in there. I mean, I would hate to see. Uh, of course, obviously, I would hate to see. Um, you know, the Affordable Care Act repealed and yeah. whatever else legislation they'd be able to pass. But Donald Trump is a whole different kind of scary. I mean, I think that we, we are used to Republican, uh, I don't know, you know, the way they, they, the way they behave. We're used to them. We understand how yeah. to work with them. This is a totally different story with Trump.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah, it, it completely is. Because, again... This the- is
1: about destroying traditional norms. This is about destroying democracy. Uh, Pence is not going to necessarily destroy democracy. He's going to hurt a lot of the people.
0: Yeah. He's- and,
1: but he won't destroy... Americans, or he wouldn't have destroyed American traditions the way Trump has.
0: Trump is more random because it's a combination of incompetence. He's a chaos agent, basically. Yeah. I mean, deliberate chaos as well as the chaos that ensues after incompetence, some sort of incompetent decision and so on. Or that, I mean, that's why, that's the real danger of Donald Trump. And I think a lot of that is weaponized to be in this, you know, sort of umbrella term called disruption. Mike Pence isn't a disruptor, but Mike Pence will go issue by issue yeah. and and move the entire conversation as far right as he possibly can. He's- yeah, and
1: I'm sure he'd find some success. And I'm not saying that he would be like a breath of fresh air or anything like that. It's just yeah. that he, you know, there is there is a unique danger that Trump offers. Yeah, and it is it's incredibly frightening. And I say this as someone who lived in the Soviet Union in the mm-hmm. 1980s, and I saw with my own eyes. Um, how quickly or not how quickly, but I mean, how much a culture, how much a a society just can be so fearful, they'll say nothing.
0: Oh, yeah, an authoritarian society. And that's, that's where we're headed. Mm -hmm. I mean, we don't know where the bottom is. I mean, Jeff Flake said yesterday, uh, this is it. If you've been wondering what the bottom looks like, he said, this is what it looks like when you stress test all of the institutions that undergird our constitutional democracy at the same time. You could say that they are that we are witnesses to history. And if it were possible to divorce ourselves from the obvious tragedy of this debacle, I suppose that might even be interesting from an academic perspective. The way some rare diseases are interesting to medical researchers. So Donald Trump is a disease, disease yeah. is what he's saying here. And but I, I have to disagree with Jeff Flake. This is not the bottom. No. Oh, absolutely not. We're on the long journey down. Yeah. I mean, this is, we're in the midst of a of, of a dark ride, as they say in, in carnivals, this is a dark ride. Remember that, remember, did you ever watch the, the John Larroquette show? John Larroquette did a really. show after, yeah, and he was a recovering alcoholic in this show and he had a sign in the back, which was a sign from an old carnival, that said, this is a dark ride. Mm-hmm. Uh, and, and we're in the midst of that dark ride, but we haven't gotten to the darkest part yet.
1: Well, last night, and I don't know who it was, but someone was talking to Chris Matthews and they had a point that, all right, and it was somebody in Congress, I don't God, I wish I could remember who it was. But they were saying that, you know, what they're hearing from their Republican colleagues is even though they're upset with what's going on with Trump, uh, they're not really going to say anything about it because they're petrified of his base. But I think the line, at least according to this person, was firing Mueller. Yeah. Now, I will say that, you know, that he said that's when they start getting um, uncomfortable. That's or- when they start like, mm, I don't know why, <laughs> if I get this. But... I think that if it happens that uh, Mueller finds a way, I'm sorry, Trump finds a way to get rid of Mueller, I don't think they're going to do anything. Yeah. Uh, I think they're all so afraid. I mean, you know, uh, we well, we, a- we know that all the money was uh, laundered into or, you know, put into the Republican um, Party through the NRA. Yeah. And – uh we know that at least some of them have to be compromised. Yeah, I mean, well, they, I don't they're know totally. Many, compli- I
0: mean, they're absolutely. But it's complicit. more
1: about being afraid of his base. Yeah,
0: and we also have that money that was given by uh, Len Bolvatnik, who's a, an oligarch with links to Putin, who gave uh, something right. like uh, I want to say I, I was saying four point four million. It was actually yeah. like six point five million dollars to various candidates. The top recipient being Mitch McConnell, and so we we know all of this stuff. But we also know that Donald Trump. Donald Trump, for all his incompetence and despotism, uh, at least knows how to wiggle out of a crisis. And one of the things that he's going to do, uh, on top of things, making things worse for himself, because ultimately, that's what always happens to Donald Trump, Mm -hmm. but what he's going to do and what he is doing right now, in fact, with all of this intrigue involving Devin Nunes and these classified documents and this FBI informant, and now this DOJ meeting that is just now wrapping up that what he's doing is he's given the Republicans a pretext to, to to go along with him when he finally mm-hmm. fires some yeah. people at DOJ. That's what he's doing right now. So what's going to happen is if, if he had just out of the blue said, uh, as he was trying to do over the summer, and then I think at one point over this past winter, where he was threatening to fire Mueller or fire Rosenstein, mm-hmm. that would have been out of the blue. But what he's doing now yeah, is he's finding the reason Yeah, yeah, he's softening up the ground so that the Republicans will go along with him Mm -hmm. if he does it, because he's presenting a legitimate uh, uh, explanation for why he would do it, or in his mind, a a legitimate legitimate explanation. In in other words, you'll have a lot of red hats running around repeating this. And if uh, Paul Ryan and Mitch McConnell and the other Republican leaders on the Hill decide to oppose Donald Trump on this, then they're going to face the wrath of all of these screeching forgotten men and women in their red hats. And that that is going to prevent them from taking any action if Donald Trump does this. So again, I mean, I hate to sound like a broken record, but skip, 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 I'm going to be doing this between now and got and and fucking November sixth vote and get as many people as you know, as many people as you can jam mm-hmm. into your car, yes. into your van, rent a bus if you have to, and bus as many people to the polling places to vote for Democrats. This is not a matter of, oh, let's just get anybody. Get Democrats or people who do not like Donald Trump, even if they're Republicans and they're dissatisfied with this president and the chaos that is is he's leading us toward and that he's manufacturing on uh, every single day. Get them to line up and and for them to vote for people who will oppose Donald Trump at every move. The stakes could not be mm-hmm. higher. You know, Buzz Burbank said this on Tuesdays. So we always come up to an election. We say this is the most important election of our lifetime. Mm-hmm. But you know what this, this really is, is. Yeah. because this isn't about necessarily just our health care and your equality as a woman or black lives matter or anything else, social justice. This is about this is about the future of democracy on this part of the continent, Mm -hmm. because if Donald Trump is allowed to continue without any congressional checks, then he is going to run roughshod over the entire thing, just as we're seeing hints of now. He is, this is going to get far, far worse. And I, I, you know, I don't want to spend the whole show sitting here as the cr- crazy uh, John the Baptist prophet like screaming doom and gloom about, we're all doomed, we're all fucked, which there's still an opportunity to pull out of this. Mm-hmm. If, we, if the Democrats retake the House and possibly the Senate, in November, that will stop Donald Trump's agenda in, his, in its tracks. He can still do crazy mm-hmm, things. Yeah. He can still sign executive orders. He can still, uh, 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 push the boundaries of the presidency outside the realm of the constitution. He can still do all of that, but at least the United States Congress will be there to say, Nope, stop it. And by the way, we're subpoenaing all of your friends and family members, mm-hmm. <laughs> all of your cronies, the better get up on the Hill because we're doing open hearings now. And even if they don't reach the point of an impeachment, just getting, Derp Jr. and getting uh, uh, Jared Kushner and getting uh, maybe even Michael Cohen, a lot of these conspirators on the record in public view. I mean, the big difference between what we're experiencing now and Watergate is during Watergate, there were Democrats running Congress and there were open hearings. So we could watch John Dean Uh and we could watch all of uh, the all, you know, quote unquote, all the president's men being dragged up into these hearings and testifying on television and that's what we will get that will shed light on this whole thing. You know, we see poll numbers right now saying that what uh, uh, 59% of the American people believe that Robert Mueller hasn't uncovered any crimes. There are so many things wrong with that. and I, I do want to get into that in more detail. But we have to take one last break. And uh, When we come back, we'll uh, we'll discuss this poll number and why why people are being so dumb about all of this right after these words. Hi! Hey, how you doing? Hey, let me ask you a question. You gotten anything for your dad for Father's Day yet? Oh, balls. Yeah, I totally forgot, too.
1: No, I mean I got him Oh Balls soap. Bubble Genius makes soap that look like golf balls and smell like fresh-cut grass in metal buckets. Get out of town! He's crazy for the golf! Don't forget your dad this Father's Day. Bubble Genius has balls and more for the first man in your life. BubbleGenius.com Bob Seska Memorial Day Weekend
0: This is the Bob Seska Show, presented
1: by BubbleGenius.com.
0: Yes, it is. Happy Memorial Day weekend to you all. They're going to take Monday off.
1: You are? Oh, you know what? I just want to say, I gave the wrong um, URL. Wrong URL? Yeah, it's it's ARK, ARK Stories URL is ARK-Stories.com.
0: Oh, there's a dash in there. Yeah,
1: I always forget. It's, it's not net. I, 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 I confused the dash for the net, so ark storiescom
0: It's a huge mistake to put an underscore or a dash. Well, I, I any... think
1: the reason why is because uh, we uh, we used to have ArkStories.com, and then my mother, who runs the business, completely forgot to renew. Yeah. So we lost it, and so oh, that's why. Oh,
0: boo, yeah. boo. Yeah, and you know what? Uh, by the way, you can follow me on Twitter at Bob Seska underscore go <laughs> I know, really, huh? <laughs> yeah, totally. <laughs> yep okay so uh what the fuck how the fuck did jared kushner get his security clearance back
1: because it's a it's becoming an authoritarian state yeah this that's is why
0: this is not right i thought he this was disposable is, well i mean they're saying that they were obviously this went through a process and that's what the white house is saying But you know they, i don't believe what's that his name? Giuliani
1: said he was disposable
0: yeah <laughs> <laughs> totally disposable uh Giuliani
1: is uh as um What's his name? Calls him um, Giuliani. Chris, Chris Matthews.
0: Chris Matthews calls him Giuliani. 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 And, and Tuesday. And, yeah, Tuesday. And then he then he makes a big deal of when, and when Bobby Kennedy. Yeah. Then he makes a big deal <laughs> about Dick Cheney's pronunciation yeah, of his last night. What does it's he a, call him? He Cheney. Cheney. Yeah. Dick, Dick Cheney. <sighs> Uh, Chris Matthews You son of a bitch um, <laughs> Chris, By the way Chris Matthews You know he makes Millions of dollars He fucking gets on my year. nerves
1: I wish they would just Like he needs to retire And young people Need to take over I, He needs to be replaced By Ari Melber. Yeah You know
0: What did I say Before the break That we were going to talk about Do you remember Because I don't
1: <laughs> um, No <laughs> Too
0: much crap Too much crap to talk about All the crap um, okay, so uh, moving along. You're here, asking just, I me to remember something? I, I just, I can't remember. <laughs> I can't remember what we were talking about. We were talking about Jeff Flake there for a while and then we just uh, 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 sped off the rails. Yeah. Um, Jared Kushner spent, spent nearly seven hours with Mueller's team in April for his second interview with the special counsel.
1: Jared of the Corn.
0: And yet this fucking guy ended up getting his security clearance back and he got, got his permanent full security clearance. Jared Kushner, who's selling off American foreign policy in exchange for loans to save the six 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 Park Avenue <gasps> property. And oh, all this the other. irony. Jesus fucking Christ. It is he is Donald Trump part two. Mm-hmm. But he's not a loudmouth like Donald Trump. He just does all the nefarious business activities like Donald Trump.
1: And he has those sinister eyes. (laughs) Sinister. Those black eyes that if you (laughs) look in, you like turn into some kind like you start melting or something. Black eyes. You look directly into his eyes. Like a doll's (laughs) eye.
0: Lifeless eyes. Black eyes. Like a doll's eye. Um. So uh, he was questioned by by Mueller and gets his security clearance back. So I guess it doesn't matter if you're under criminal investigation at all. Or no, if it, it doesn't, obviously. Or if there's been... Again, news.
1: that's why Mike Pence isn't worse.
0: Yeah, and of course, Jared Kushner is involved in the whole Cutter deal uh, yeah. where he's playing the UAE against Saudi Arabia and just like and getting loans as a consequence
1: of it and he gets his uh,
0: security clearance. This is just so bad we just this need is-
1: vote. oh my god we it's like well before the break you were saying oh yeah that- yeah, yeah. i
0: know what we were talking about, right the, the stupid americans yeah. saying there was no criminal okay finally finally <laughs> americans are fucking stupid yes, i mean they, 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 they are well they're not informed no they're not and uh, evidently 59 percent of americans don't believe that there was any criminal activity and the reason is I, there's a couple of different reasons i believe for this phenomenon for this poll turning out the way it did which is that there are a lot of people, first of all, watching Fox News Channel. Mm -hmm. And of course, if you watch Fox News Channel or you listen to AM Talk Radio or you only watch, say, local news, for example. Especially
1: ones that are owned by Sinclair.
0: Yeah, or you're busily watching stupid shows like Vanderpump Rules. (laughs) Like us. Like us. Um, But But that's not all we watch. I know. Amazingly, we still have time to watch cable news 24 hours a day, seven days a week. (laughs) It's like a cable news uh, And then Vanderpump rules And then reruns of and family guys and, and then and, the, and the <laughs> Little people big world Which is the TLC just launched a Roku app And so we've been like Binge watching old episodes Of little people big world That is really sick That is But really no it's really fun it I, I
1: enjoy watching it And I, I look forward to it Like yeah. every night I'm like Okay do you want to watch The roll offs And you're like yes <laughs> Yes of course <laughs> But you know what By that
0: point though We've done our homework So we can have our dessert right. That's just it Well we,
1: and it But it's a fascinating Fascinating. And, you know, just on a little side note, Mm -hmm. um, I I find their family interesting and fascinating. And I'm really glad that they've done that show because I was introduced to it by you. It's a great, you know, whenever there are shows like that, um, that spotlight a family or people that are different mm. it you know it's like you watch it after a while, and it's just like nothing you don't think anything of little people, yeah. I mean, not to say that I ever made fun of them or 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 stared at them or anything like that, but it's it erases just,
0: the stereotype right? right it yeah. just
1: it's like you start getting used to it, yeah, you start becoming um immune to the fact that they are different, you just see them as human beings and not people who are little, yeah, you just oh well, it's just you know. What's you? What's you? Do a great impression of, of, of <laughs> Matt Roloff. Matt Roloff. Yeah, you Matt sound Roll. just like him when you. You yeah, know, you have
0: to be. If you're a loop, if you're an LP, you gotta be resilient. You know, you gotta be resilient.
1: And you know, you know, you gotta do better. You gotta do better with your life. And you know, things get you down. People make fun of you, but you snap back and you're resilient. And you, you've watched it from the beginning, yeah, and I, I started watch it watching a it a few years ago, like I don't know, two years ago, whatever, yeah. when we started. So I. Um, I, I thought it was I, can, I thought it was
0: canceled, but it's back right. now. Yeah.
1: And I can see, god, there's such a difference in the wife and Amy Roloff. Amy the Roloff. way that she conduct like holds herself. Yeah. Like when she first started the show, she was much more reserved and she talked like this. Yeah. And now she just lets it loose. It's like fuck you, Matt Roloff, because <laughs> they're divorced now. Amy and Matt Roloff
0: are divorced. And so that seems to be a big thing. But line I mean, her, just everything
1: season. about her, she's she's less uh, aware of herself now. Yeah. She yeah. she's just gotten a lot more comfortable with who she is in front of the camera. Mm-hmm. And it's like she was just so very tight in the beginning, you know, and it's like now she's just like, whatever, here's me. I don't care what you think.
0: Okay, so according to this poll, uh 49% of American voters have heard a lot about the Mueller investigation. 32% have heard some, 15% have heard a little, and only 3% have heard nothing at all. And then the next question is: to the best of your knowledge, has the investigation undercovered any crimes? Yes, 41% no. 59%.
1: Yeah, they don't know they're not stu- paying attention. Stupid people. We're like the stupid people.
0: We really, really are. We really, really are. There, I mean, just about and every tru- hour there's another story about crimes being uncovered.
1: Oh my god. And Trump loves those uh what is it, poorly educated people.
0: Yeah, I love the poorly educated,
1: he likes to say. I love the poorly educated. Um
0: so this is a matter of Fox News Channel. Mm-hmm. This is a matter of, I believe, the press giving lops- candy coding. Well, yeah, not only candy coding, but giving lopsided attention to when Donald Trump denies that there is criminal wrongdoing uncovered. Uh, this is well, also people not. But it's also
1: not- candy coding, because- coding because instead of just saying he lied. They, they, they don't they phrase it in such a way that's more gentle well
0: a lot of people just don't have the time to do what I do and what you do and what buzz does and what Jackie does and Jody and all the rest of us we don't I mean we sit here every day with our faces pressed against our computer monitors absorbing this you know osmotically through our skin almost and but a lot of people just they just don't have the time for that and this is a very complicated, ongoing story with many, many working pieces. I mean, you are not going to get a lot of voters who are like, Oh, yeah, Oleg Deripaska, he's the aluminum king. He's also Mm -hmm. linked to Manafort. And there's a go between there named Constantine Kalimnik. And by the way, Constantine Kalimnik's nickname is Kostya. And then he's in Mm -hmm. Kiev. He's Manafort's man in Kiev, according to New York Magazine. It's just like, no, no, people aren't following all of that to that level of detail. It's somehow Donald Trump has an advantage. Because his crime was actually more complicated than just saying collusion mm-hmm. or no collusion, mm-hmm. or in the case of one of his recent tweets, no collusion, <laughs> which, by the way, I think he I think that was a, uh, yeah. a, a combination of collusion and Russia mm-hmm. collusion. <laughs> um, so th- I think that's where we're getting this number. But it, you know what? It doesn't matter. Uh, ultimately, as upset as I am about this poll result ultimately, Robert Mueller doesn't care about polls. He doesn't care about what's going on on Fox News Channel. And this is just the, the him and his untouchables, of course, I'm including everybody in this. So the the scales of justice continue to hang in the balance. It's not like Donald Trump is necessarily skewing the investigation by the things that he's tweeting about the things that he is saying, or the lack of understanding of how many crimes have been committed here. I mean, 41% of of the voting public saying that there are crimes that have been uncovered here is is not terrible. I mean, I'll look at this with with the cup half full a little Mm -hmm. bit here. This is not awful news. I mean, this is a significant portion. This is as many people, uh, relatively, as who support Donald Trump. So 41% of voters say, yeah, crimes have been uncovered. Well, 41% of people also uh, support Donald Trump. So uh, you know Donald Trump can't go around and say oh, no one no one believes that there were crimes. Look, no one believes it.
1: Well, he can um, oh, because of he, he never can. says the I truth, but, but I mean, know what you mean. He can he If can, you apply the rules of right. logic, right? Exactly. And
0: rationality, then
1: Well, I think I think the other uh, part of this cup half full is a lot more people obviously are engaged right now. People are running for office yep. whether or not it has anything to do with um if they understand or or even believe that Trump had anything to do with Russia or care. Yeah. There are other issues that they care about that have made them, um, you know, I mean, after his inauguration, we had the Women's March, and then immediately there were all these women who threw their hats in and started running for office, preparing yeah. to run for office, and now they're winning. They're winning primaries, they're winning elections, yeah. and, um, you know, it's not just women, but it's it's, in a, it's in a, a very impressive amount of women that have, have decided to do this, so... You know, whether or not it has anything to do with Russia, uh, they're witnessing the demise of our country in a way that's just so great. They're like, okay, I got to do something about this. And they're, yeah. they are. So I think that's promising.
0: Okay. So before we wrap up the show, I just want to add this uh, one last story here. And again, this is a story that would have led the news for a month were it not for the firehose of news, were it not for the weaponization of the news cycle by bombarding us every fucking hour with some new catastrophic existential crisis, Michael Cohen was paid $400,000 to arrange a meeting between Trump and President Poroshenko of Ukraine. This is a massive, massive criminal scandal here. Yes, it is. I mean, I know the more I repeat it, the more it's like, oh, yeah, what else is new? I mean, there's just like, oh, yeah, what was the one from five minutes ago? Oh, I even forget what the one was <laughs> five minutes ago. Oh, yeah, North Korea, that was canceled. Uh, but this is legitimately uh, something that, sh- that cannot be allowed to pass. This is something Michael Cohen has to go to jail. And Michael Cohen has to go to jail for a long time. And that's after Michael Cohen has given up the president. And informed on the president, because that has to happen, too. I mean, everything that that should happen has to happen. That's where we are, because things start to slip through the cracks. I mean, can you imagine a scenario where none of these people are held accountable? I, it's just it, mind boggling. It's like I, I was saying uh, last week, hearing that Donald Trump will escape accountability is like telling me that Donald Trump is going to live to be 150 years old, and he's going to be president for most of that time. That's how crushing that would be, not just to us personally, of course, that's always a thing. Because we I think we're patriotic Americans, and we want to see our country do well. But from an overall historical point of view, from a structural and institutional point of view, if they get away with this, there's no telling what we're in for next, because that establishes such a god fucking awful precedent. Uh, But Michael Cohen is is taking cash taking cash bribes, maybe, and this is my theory, he's giving a percentage of that uh, to Donald Trump. Either Michael Cohen is taking a finder's fee or Trump is taking some sort of fee. One or the other is happening, but but the Trump organization and Donald Trump and Donald Trump Jr., who, by the way, is going to go to prison, he is going to, Donald Trump Jr. is going to be indicted. I'm just going to go way out. Yeah, he will be Not too far on a limb, but I mean, yeah. I mean, if he's not indicted, that's another situation. I mean, whether Donald Trump uh, pardons him after the fact or Mike Pence, a future president, Mike Pence, if Donald Trump resigns or is impeached, he might pardon them. But the fact is, is that's still an admission of guilt and that and that and 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 they would be guilty in aiding Russia's attack on American democracy and installing a president based on Putin's personal preference. That's just indescribably awful. But I mean, even again, this is the cold comfort in the face of a possible pardon is that even if he pardons these people, that's a a, a tacit admission of guilt. And what are they guilty of aiding Russia and attacking the election and obstructing justice and all the rest of it. Meanwhile, Rudy says that uh, Donald Trump might commit perjury because because, of course, the the truth is relative. That's... The, the, the lawyer to the president said that the president's probably going to perjure himself.
1: <laughs>
0: Rudy, Rudy, Rudy. You had the best tweet about Rudy, by the way.
1: Oh, yeah. hand it. give him, Somebody give him a
0: microphone. Or something. Give him more microphones. Yeah, yeah. More microphones for Rudy, please. <laughs> All right. We've got so much more to talk about. The Postmortem Show is coming up next. We're talking about our Patreon page. Well, if you subscribe on Patreon at $15 a month, you get one big file of today's show without any commercials, plus the post-mortem show seamlessly at the end because we keep talking right after this music gets done playing. But if you sign up at $5 a month, you get uh, just the post-mortem show. So you can listen to the free show with the commercials in it, but then you can go to our Patreon page and listen to the post-mortem show and get more information, more uh, hilarity and hijinks. Uh, and at $10 a month, you get post-mortem show and the after party, and that's uh, what we're going to record tomorrow. I have no idea what we're going to be talking about on the after party tomorrow. Still <laughs> still to be determined. TBD. Well, all TBD. alrighty then. Uh, okay, so meanwhile, please go shopping at our Amazon link. It's the All Caps Amazon link at bobsesca.com. And we thank you for that. post show coming up next. Uh, did I already say that? Yes, I already said that
1: and You can also say uh, You can also follow me at AuthorKimberly.com Or AuthorKimberly on Twitter Oh yes, I forgot
0: to do the plugs That's what I'm doing now <laughs> uh, Buzz Burbank is found at BuzzBurbank.com Mark and Lowell at RealmNetwork.com Jody Hamilton is at From-The-Bunker.com uh, Jackie Schechter can be found At InvestigateRussia.org Stephanie Miller shows At StephanieMiller.com You can hear me every Wednesday On the Stephanie Miller Show Plus uh, Jody Hamilton every Tuesday 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 Kimberly Johnson's podcast is at patreon.com slash start me up. Is Molly John fast going to be on next week? Yes, on Wednesday. Oh, thank God. Because I said it was going to happen this week, and now everyone's pissed at me. <laughs> uh, Jen Kirkman's tour dates can be found at jenkirkman.com, one of the funniest people in show business right now. Uh, and you can also listen to this show at uh, littlegreenfootballs.com. Thanks to Charles Johnson. Good guy, Charles Johnson. You can also hear us at, uh, let's see, iTunes, realmnetwork.com, and Stitcher Radio. Stitcher seems to be working nicely, and I'm still having trouble with iTunes. I don't want to go into it because it's a long, stupid story. <laughs> All right, if you're, if you're not a subscriber to the After Party, have a great Memorial Day weekend. Uh, Memorial
1: Day weekend. Yep.
0: Have a great weekend, folks. Bye-bye. Bye-bye.
1: Gonna kick that football clear to the moon.